Good morning, this is Chris Shoemaker, also known as Yehuda Ben Shemer, and you're watching Coffee with Chris, the time of the day where we share a cup of coffee and share a bit of the Word of God. All right, we're on our second, our Monday portion of this week's tour portion called Kitissa, which means when you take. And so uh, this second Sidra, the second Aliyah of this Torah portion, we're going to be reading Exodus chapter 32, verses 1 through 4, and then jumping to verses 21 and 25. This is one of the most tragic uh, passages in all of Scripture. This is the Scripture dealing with the golden calf and what went down there. All right, so in uh, Exodus chapter 32, Starting with verse 1, it says, Now, when the people saw that Moses delayed coming down from the mountain, 40 days is a pretty long time for somebody to be gone. A lot of things can happen within 40 days, especially back in that time era. You didn't have text. You didn't have cell phones. You didn't have FaceTime. You know, uh, you, you just didn't know. Like, okay, Moses was on this mountain for 40 days. Like, anything could have happened to him. He, you know, God could have killed him. He could have gotten attacked by a wild animal. He could have fell off a cliff and died, what have you. So it says, now, when the people saw that Moses delayed coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron because he was second in command, right? He was uh, he was right next there to Moses, and uh, he was the high priest. So he was the next guy uh, in, in the pecking order in charge. They gathered around Aaron and said to him, Get up, make us gods who will go before us. As this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we don't know what has become of him. So Aaron said to them, oh, Break off the golden earrings that are in the ears of your wives. I mean, how easily he acquiesced to them. And I mean, just, you know, let's not give Aaron too hard of a time here. He's just one guy against millions of people. Millions of angry men, millions of angry women, millions of angry youth and children. So it says, Aaron said to them, break off the golden earrings that are in your ears and that of your wives, your sons, your daughters, and bring them to me. So all the people broke off the golden earrings that were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. He received them from their hand and made a molten calf fashioned with a chiseling tool. Okay. A lot of things going wrong here. Um, okay, he formed a golden calf. What's the big deal about a golden calf? Why a golden calf? Why not an ape? Why not you know uh, um, an eagle? Why not a lion? Why why a golden calf? Because in Egypt, the calf was the messenger god. It was a representation of the messenger god Apis. It communicated and was was a, a go between between human beings and gods. So they're saying, okay, we're going to make this representatory. Uh, you know, messenger of God, so we can communicate with God through this golden calf. And uh, so that's one of the reasons why they did that. They used a chiseling tool, which was also a no-no any, on anything religious or sacred, because a chiseling tool was made of iron, it represented weaponry, it represented swords, uh, because when they built an altar, God commanded, you build an altar of stone, but don't use any chiseling tools on it. Um, so it says, then they said, this is your God, Israel, which brought you up out of the land of Egypt. All right, so then we jump down uh, to verses 21 and uh, through 20, 25, and it says, Then Moses said to Aaron, Moses came down, saw what was going on, had a hissy fit, rightly so. Then Moses said to Aaron, What did these people do to you to make you bring such a great sin upon them? You know, Aaron said to them, oh, don't be angry with me, Lord. You know how these people are for yourself and how set they are on evil. So Aaron was afraid for his life. They said, they said to me, make gods for us that will go before us. 
Um, as for this Moses man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. So I said to them, whoever has any gold, let him break it off. So they gave it to me, and I threw it into this fire, and out popped this golden calf. <laughs> Another fish story, right? An exaggeration. Oh, I just threw the gold in and out popped this golden calf. Not that I labored and sweated for hours and maybe even days to make this golden calf. It's like, oh, I just threw it in and magically it popped out. Well, of course, Moses wasn't going to have any of it. When Moses saw that the people were unrestrained, in other words, Aaron had no control over them. Now, there's a legend saying that basically Moses uh, was the bad cop, Aaron was the good cop. People favored Aaron because they got their way with Aaron. He was merciful and everything. Moses, he he laid down the law. You know, he was harsh. He was strict. So, uh, you know, Aaron was kind of a pushover. When Moses saw that the people were unrestrained because Aaron had let them run wild to become a joke among their enemies. So here we go. We live in a world that runs on peer pressure to accept to go along with, to promote godless, liberal, progressive, woke ideologies. You know, you, it, it's in the schools, it's in the workplace, it's even in the church. You know, okay, you believe this way, and if you believe this way, you're a good egg. You believe this way, we're going to leave you alone. You believe this way and say what we say, or even if you just shut up and just kind of quietly go along with it, even though you may disagree inside, we're going to leave you alone, you're going to be safe. But, you know, if you speak out against this, Oh, 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 you're gonna have hell to pay because you're a hate monger. You're, 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 uh, you know, you're phobic. Um, you're intolerant. You're behind the times. You're, you're, you're prejudiced. You're, you're a bigot. You get called all these false monikers here. So back in the '80s and '90s. You were allowed to have your own opinion, although you may have been made fun of or embarrassed uh, or, or ostracized for it. You know, everybody's like, hey, to each his own or whatever. But if you believe this, you're an idiot. If you believe this, we're going to make fun of you. I was made fun of because I believe I believed in Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. I lived that out. I, I lived my to the best of my ability by the word of God and by the Bible. As a result, they, they allowed me to have my opinion, but I was made fun of in public for my opinion. I didn't get to sit at the cool kids table. I was made fun of by the jocks and the hoods and, and, and the preppies, right? Um, you know, so life was a little bit miserable growing up in high school. Um, you know, I was even threatened to be beat up, but they let me uh, uh, keep my opinion. I was not vilified for my opinion. I was just simply made fun of for my opinion. As they say, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me kind of thing. So I had it pretty good compared to what kids are going through today. Um, so I was made fun of and, and I was ostracized for it. But what I discovered at the end of my high school career is that people wrote in my yearbooks are like, look, I know we made fun of you or I know that, you know, uh, whatever, but you know, we really respect you for sticking to your guns. We respect you because you actually lived out what you believed. So even those people that made fun of me ended up saying, you know what, we respected you for that. We may have made fun of you for that on the outside, but inside we admired you. Inside we respected you for that. But that's not the way it is today. You're not allowed to have your own opinion, uh, and you have to follow the narrative of whatever the social opinion and the flavor of the month is. If not, you're not just made fun of. You are vilified. You are you are worse than the worst despot or di dictator in world history. You 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 are lower than the low. You are scum of scum. And I know of of 
an individual um, who had to suffer his high school years because he stood against some of the things that are socially acceptable today. He said, look, I'm a, I'm a Christian. I'm a believer. I don't believe these things. Doesn't mean that I don't love you. Doesn't mean that I hate you. Doesn't mean I'm going to give you a harsh time over it. I just don't believe that. And I'm not going to go along with, you know, this, you know, uh, this agenda, whatever it may be, you know. Uh, um, and so he was not just made fun of and ostracized. He was vilified for it. He was his life was even threatened. His safety and well-being was even threatened uh, because he would not go along with the social narrative, and he stuck with what the Word of God, with what the Scripture says. So peer pressure is fueled by fear, which fear leads to compromise, which compromise leads to falsehood. You know, a lot of people are are just kind of going along. They may not believe inside. And they may not even be voicing on the outside how wrong something is, but they're just being quiet about it and being a wallflower just so they won't draw attention to themselves. And they're virtue signaling, um, you know, just to say, you know, look, you know, I'm I'm OK. I'm OK. I'm just like you guys. So you just leave me alone because I don't want to, you know, have the wrath of the liberal media industrial complex coming down on my head. All right. So peer pressure is fueled by fear which leads to compromise, which leads to falsehood. So, you know, here Aaron, he, 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 he had the fear that the community was going to kill him. He feared the community and the reprisal of the community if, if he didn't do what they said, if he didn't go along with what, they, with, with what their wishes were. So he compromised, and, you know, he, he made this golden calf. And then it led to falsehood because Moses is like, dude, bro, what'd you do? He's like, oh, was it my fault? I just threw this gold into the fire and it popped out. And here was this golden calf. Well, that was a lie. It was a fish story. So peer pressure is fueled by fear, which leads to compromise, which leads to falsehood. People who apologize to the, fair, to the far left for their convictions do not pacify them, but ignite them. You know, I've seen many Christian ministers kind of backpedal when they stand against the LBGTQ plus movement or what have you, or stand against something that the scripture says is wrong, and they kind of backpedal in public and say, well, I didn't quite mean that, or, or I apologize, or I did not mean to offend anybody. And thinking that would just kind of calm down the far liberal left, but no, it just ignites them. They just it just adds gasoline to the fire. They don't accept the apology. They just continue to persecute and, and to ostracize and to vilify that person. So apologies don't mean anything. And if you apologize for something that you truly believe in, apologize for something the scripture says is wrong, then you're the one who's wrong and you probably deserve that ostracization. You deserve that persecution. So in John 17:6, it says. Um, Yeshua was praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he was talking about his disciples and the believers that were going to come after him. And he says, they are not of this world, this world system, this world philosophy, this world's ideology. They are not of this sinful fallen world, just as I am not of this world. So Yeshua says, they're, they're, they're like me. They're trying to be like me. Therefore, I'm not of the world. They're not of the world. And then John 15, 20, it says, if they persecuted me, Yeshua said, if they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. Why did they persecute Yeshua? Because he didn't go along with the social narrative, because he went along with what his father said. He went along with the word of God. So stand up, be unapologetic about your beliefs and your convictions. Have some backbone. Don't be a wimp and, 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 and a pushover like Aaron was in our passage today. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Go out there and have a great day. Shalom and God bless.